We'll see. Have a good see one. Ya. News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. People have started registering for the $5,000 consumption voucher scheme today and officials say as of noon, nearly 700,000 people have signed up. Police have warned people against mourning for a man who committed suicide after stabbing an officer in the back, adding that its national security Security Department has taken over the case. And Health Secretary Sophia Chan has said she is still hopeful that Hong Kong's COVID-19 vaccination rate could be boosted further. People have started registering for the $5,000 consumption voucher scheme today and officials say as of noon, nearly 700,000 people have signed up. Richard Pine reports. Authorities say things have been going smoothly so far, even though people signing up through the I Am Smart mobile phone app are experiencing longer waits as the system is busy. It said most people authenticated their identity by answering security questions related to last year's cash payout scheme. The government announced last month that the e-vouchers for adult residents would be handed out in installments starting August. Four electronic payment providers, Octopus Hong Kong, Alipay HK and WeChat Pay HK have been designated to dole out the payments. In his Sunday blog, Finance Secretary Paul Chan pointed out that many small businesses have set up digital payment platforms to facilitate the use of these vouchers. Mr Chan said he hopes the voucher scheme can inject new vitality into the local economy. Police have warned people against mourning for a man who committed suicide after stabbing an officer in the back on Thursday, adding that its National Security Department has taken over the case. The force said people have been posting messages online and encouraging others to pay tribute and mourn for the attacker to glorify, romanticise, make heroic and even rationalise the blatant violence. It said this is no different from supporting terrorism. Please appeal to anyone who has information to offer in connection to the case to contact them via the National Security Reporting Hotline. Health Secretary Sophia Chan has said she is still hopeful that Hong Kong's COVID-19 vaccination rate could be further boosted. She was commenting on a recent uptick in inoculations with around 60,000 shots being given each day. Speaking on a radio programme, Professor Chan said, judging, by judging from the current trend, it's estimated that about half the population would have taken the jabs by September. Asked if it means herd immunity is unachievable in the city, she said the government would continue to encourage the public, especially elderly people and frontline workers, to get vaccinated. 50% is not enough if we are talking about building herd immunity. Many of our experts actually uh, said at least it should be 70%. But I think if this momentum can be capped as well as improved or further increased, for example, the special groups, the elderly groups, uh, the young people, as well as the different uh, groups uh, in the front line that uh, actually would be benefited uh, more if they uh, go on vaccination. If these groups come forward and take the vaccine, I think the vaccination rate can be further increased. But I think more work would need to be done. Search efforts for possible survivors of the collapse of a tower block near the U.S. city of Miami are being temporarily suspended to allow for the demolition of the rest of the building. There are fears an approaching tropical storm Elsa could bring down the debris. 121 people are still unaccounted for following the disaster over a week ago. 24 deaths have been confirmed so far. Here's local reporter Joey Fletchers. 
it involves a pause and a search and rescue effort that is really crucial to, you know, getting some closure and, and perhaps even uncovering a miracle, which is where these families are. They're hoping for miracles, and some are hoping to just find some closure in having their family members recovered. But it is a painstaking process. This is a pancaked building that has not had a lot of voids where potential life could have, you know, continued on for these 10 days. But nevertheless, it has to all stop because they have to prepare for this demolition in advance of a potential storm. The number of wildfires in the Canadian province of British Columbia has continued to grow, reaching more than 170. Record temperatures and lightning strikes have created ideal conditions for the flames to spread across the west of the country. Evacuation orders have been issued in several districts. Emergency services are trying to keep the fires under control and the federal government is sending more resources to help them. Elizabeth Volkovich is a climate change scientist at the University of British Columbia. It's really hard for people to deal with the wildfire system when it's constantly changing. So historically in British Columbia, we would rarely have such large fires so early. The fires would very rarely cover this much land. So without having a path forward for when we stop global emissions, it's really hard to plan because it will just continue to get worse. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. One of Sweden's biggest supermarket chains, Co-op Sweden, says it has had to temporarily close 800 of its stores nationwide while it deals with a cyber attack. The group said checkouts began crashing on Friday evening and they were still trying to resolve the problem. A Swedish computer firm said it was linked to ransomware infecting programs made by the US, made by the US firm Kaseya. Cardinal Angelo Becciu has become the highest ranking priest in the Vatican to be indicted over alleged financial crimes. A judge in the Vatican ordered the cardinal and nine others to stand trial on charges of embezzlement, money laundering, fraud, extortion and abuse of office. They include his former secretary and the former heads of the Vatican's financial intelligence unit. The BBC's David Wiley is in Rome. Pope Francis promised since he was elected eight years ago to clean up the administration of the Vatican's own bank and the departments in charge of the considerable financial investments of the Holy See, both in Italy and abroad. Now, Cardinal Angelo Becciu, a former senior church figure who comes from Sardinia and was summarily dismissed by Pope Francis last year without official explanation, is to stand trial on fraud charges together with a bunch of Italian financial brokers and a Swiss citizen who was formerly the Vatican's chief financial advisor. To sports, England are into the semi-finals of Euro 2020 after a convincing 4-0 win over Ukraine at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome. The team's captain, Harry Kane, says he's hitting form at the right time. I've said it all along, it's all about peaking for the right times, peaking for the knockout stage. Um, and yeah, I feel good, I feel ready. Obviously, Rez put a great ball in a few minutes in, uh, into the game and I was able to put it away. And then second half, we come out with a re real determination. So, uh, yeah, of course, it's nice to score a couple of goals. But the most important thing is that we're winning games. So let's keep it going. Denmark will take on England in the semi-finals after a closely fought 2-1 win over the Czech Republic in Baku. The BBC's John Bennett has the details. Denmark's emotional journey at Euro 2020 goes on, but they were severely tested by Czech Republic in a tense second half. 
Before the break, Denmark were in total control after taking the lead just five minutes into the game. Thomas Delaney with a free header from a corner. Then, just before half-time, Joachim Mailer put in a wonderful cross with the outside of his boot and it was volleyed in at close range by Kasper Dolberg. But in exhausting heat in Baku, Czech Republic came out flying second half and Patrick Schick pulled a goal back with his fifth of the tournament. Both sides ran out of steam towards full-time and Denmark are into their first major tournament semi-final since 1992, the year they went on to win the Euros. In tennis, British teenager Emma Raducanu has continued her astonishing rise, defeating the world number 45 Serana Castea of Romania in straight sets in the Wimbledon Championships. After her win, she thanked the crowd for their support. I'm so speechless right now. At the end, I didn't know what my reaction would be if I would want. And then, and then that just happened. So, I mean, I'm just so, so grateful for all the support that I had today. Like, I really appreciate it. <laughs> And in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks have reached the finals after a 118-107 to 107 win over the Atlanta Hawks in Game 6 of their series, despite Giannis Antetokounmpo's injury. The last time the Bucks were in the finals was 1974. They will face the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday. Now the weather it will be mainly fine, apart from isolated showers. It will be very hot during the day with a maximum temperature of about 34 degrees. The current temperature is 32 degrees and the humidity is 70%. To end the news, the top stories once again. People have started registering for the $5,000 consumption voucher scheme today and officials say as of noon nearly 700,000 people have signed up. Police have warned people against mourning for a man who committed suicide after stabbing an officer in the back, adding that its National Security Department has taken over the case. And Health Secretary Sophia Chan has said she is still hopeful that Hong Kong's COVID-19 vaccination rate could be further boosted. The news from RTHK. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
Simon. Yeah. Uh.